0: Visit ColonialPen.com for more information. This is a limited benefit policy. This policy has limitations and exclusions. For costs and complete details of coverage, visit ColonialPen.com.
1: Good morning. Good morning, and welcome. Welcome to. Um, welcome to the morning report. Welcome to the morning report. Uh, we are um, trying something new and different because we. Always do. We're seeing if we can broadcast here on Spreaker and uh, other things while broadcasting live on the. Um, doesn't look like that's going to work. Okay, well, that's okay. All right, anyway, we're, we're going to attempt to broadcast live on the Fightback Media Network as well. What we normally do is, you know, a little behind the scenes stuff. What we normally do is do the show live here on Spreaker and all the other platforms that you hear the show on, and then uh, do the old-fashioned podcast thing, take that file and upload it to the network. It's kind of an old-fashioned thing, uh, <laughs> but uh, it works, and it has been working. Uh, we've got lots going on on the network, and the network is growing bit by bit. You know, It's, it's been a long process. Uh, I think being sequestered in one's home right now uh, is helping us a lot of people are home a lot of people are are looking for something to do something different to do um so even because some even some of their game shows even you know like the price is right uh I believe is either in reruns because they can't run without um, run with an audience so even those programs and and you know what the they're going to run out of soap operas because again because of the virus they don't want people to be that close together especially you know at the smashing have you watched any of the, the daytime soaps? There's some serious smashing going on on some of these shows. You're like, dang, my mama didn't watch these people. She ain't watched two, two men get it on like that on in a, in a daytime soap opera while she was, you know, mopping the floor. What the hell? <laughs> you know, this is crazy, right? But anyway, so uh, either they're mov- moving into reruns or you're starting to see uh, a hell of a lot of medicine and lawyer commercials during that time so and a lot of reruns reruns are starting to to pop up you know like uh like whack-a-mole so uh so that gives us an opportunity here on the fightback media radio uh the fightback media network to to gain an audience i know it's it's sort of pathos and it's, it's awful but it's the truth you know it's sort of you know that that's how it is anyway we're um We've got some stories to cover this morning. I'm excited about the opportunity to cover some of these stories. Um, we've got an interview with um, former head of, of FEMA, uh, Fugate, who was on uh, MSNBC. Um, and time MSNBC has anybody from the, from the Obama administration, what they're hoping is that they can just give president trump and the trump administration mm-hmm. a good old-fashioned ass whooping right well Gate didn't play along and uh we're going to, to tell you what happened uh we also uh we are starting to hear things from china that they are on the downslope of this coronavirus thing which wouldn't be amazing seeing that it probably started back in friggin october <laughs> yeah, it would be amazing. What we know is that. So, but but some 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 interesting news got out um, on the way to the um, the gulag. Uh, there were some journalists who actually happened upon some real journalism there. Uh, oh, it was kind of a mistake, but we're maybe getting a um, a peek into what's actually happening in China at this point. It ain't great news but um, a peek into what's actually happening in china at this point point. and also we're going to end in the program with some the the daily coronavirus stats as we see them from worldometers.info now i know stop 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 i know worldometers.info if you if you look up accuracy um i think it's you know what as i look at the the corona numbers from everywhere every other site every other place it's right in there. It's close. It's close enough to where you can look at it and give it some, give it some credence. Are they exact? No. Are they the exact uh, World Health Order numbers? No. Are they the exact CDC numbers? No. Are the CDC numbers and the well, Ho- well, Ho- excuse me, World Health Organization numbers the same? No. None of the numbers are the same. But within a you know degree of Error the world, uh, the world, oh, dot info numbers are pretty close, so we're going to go ahead and do that. But before, before we get into any of that fun, we're gonna take a little break, ring the registers. We're back with more in the morning report number 92. I told you, I was excited about 91, but I'm even more excited about 92. Whoa, 92. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. Uh, it is it's kind of amazing, isn't it? It's kind of amazing what's going on. Um, I am, um, and I, and I want to do, and, I, and I'll expand on this on the Fight Back twenty twenty program here this week. I was watching um, a uh, a Prager video, Prager U video, and you know, and if you have, and again, if you are looking for something to do, if you are looking for letting your your kids be educated um, in a way that surpasses schooling, uh, hook them up with PragerU. Uh, I used to be a PragerU, uh, affiliate, uh, and I, and, and my fault, all my fault. I just got really super distracted and, um, didn't follow up like I should have. Um, but if you're interested, uh, you can still do that. You can go to PragerU and, um, there's a series of videos um, that you can watch on any number of subjects. If you think PragerU is all about uh, pumping Trump, you're wrong. Uh, If you're thinking about um, PragerU is all about pumping um, a conservative viewpoint, you're wrong too. Uh, If you think PragerU is about about anything except um, explaining truth in a palatable, digestible way with a You know, with this side order of humor, um, if you think about it, it's about anything else than that, then you're wrong. So you need to check out PragerU. Prager, uh, Dennis had a, a video about what may be a good thing about all of this, is that now we have some people in this generation who are learning that life can be difficult. Because we have lived, and, and I mentioned this a couple of times um, over the course of the week, in a fairly benign time, Fair, fairly benign, where there have been a couple of generations, including my own, um, that has really not have had to, as a, um, as a as a culture and as a country, have to deal with anything that was that hard. The fact of the matter is that most of us have always known where our next meal was coming from. Most of us. Yes, there is homelessness and hunger in the United States. I understand that. But frankly, most of us, over 95% of us, have known where our next meal was coming from. We knew that we were going to live indoors. That when the sun went down and it got cold, we were going to be inside somewhere. We knew that. We have lived and I'm, I'm and I'm not faulting anybody. I'm not saying that we are soft. I'm not saying any of those things because there's challenges in every single generation. Um, but when we're talking about as a culture, as a, as a country, when we're talking about those kind of challenges, we've not faced the same sort of great depression challenges. We've not faced the dust bowl challenges. We've not faced world war two world war one or world war two challenges we've not you know we talk to i talk to the the black community all the time it's like as bad as you may think that racism is again i'm 59 i have not faced the same sort of virulent racism that my parents did even or their parents for sure I've never faced that virulent racism. I have not, when, when, when you moved into the mixed neighborhood, I've never moved into a quote white neighborhood. So I've not had a cross burned in my yard. And the black people that I know that have moved into quote white neighborhoods have not had crosses burned in their yard. But I know people my parents' age who moved into a white neighborhood and had a crossburn in their yard. I've never faced that level of virulent racism. So we have not lived as a culture, as a country in a place where life has been very difficult. Um, Especially when you compare it to our parents and grandparents. Uh, Prager mentions this and says it's been sort of unnaturally, unnaturally easy. Especially in this culture, in this country. Not again. Not that they are not challenges, but unnaturally easy. So now we're facing something now that seems hard. This is very difficult. I, you know, what I, I ain't gonna lie to you. This is very. This this whole thing is very difficult and stressful, isn't it? There are people dying from this. You know, I don't want to give the impression when I tell people not to panic that people aren't dying from this, but people are dying from automobile accidents too because perspective and context and details are always very, very important. Um, but, it is, but it is interesting, isn't it? So you get uh, this guy who is the former FEMA head for Barack Obama for eight years on MSNBC and Tensions Flare. This is from, uh, this again, an article from my friends at townhall.com. Uh, Leah uh, Prokakis, I believe is her name, writes this, here's where it goes. Uh, Tensions flared Thursday during an MSNBC segment between two former Obama administration officials over how involved the federal government should be in the coronavirus response with former Federal Emergency uh, Management Agency Administrator Craig Fugate, eventually getting so frustrated that he ripped his microphone off and um, stormed out of the interview. Fugate, who headed up FEMA during during Obama's eight years in office, argues that the states would need to take a leading role in response efforts. Now, this dude headed up FEMA. FEMA is the people who are supposed to, from the federal level, you know what, do this thing, right? This is what he says. The myth... Of every single person in charge, taking control and running this is a myth," Fugate said. I mean, the excuse me, the myth of a single person taking charge, taking control and running this is a myth. So this idea that the left has now, especially on MSNBC, CNN, and and some of these other <clears throat> quote news end quote um, channels, that all of this now falls on uh, falls on Donald Trump that one person one person can lead us into the promised land it's ridiculous i saw a facebook post today that from somebody that i completely unfriended almost immediately because it was just it was just dumb and i just i folks i just can't deal with dumb right now I'm as, stressed as, I'm as stressed as anybody, I guess. I try not to be. But I've learned that there's some stuff I will let in and some stuff I will filter out because it's just stupid. And I ain't got time for stupid. Um, so, this, so this idea that one person uh, in charge of taking control and running this is a myth, Hugh says, this is going to be dealt with on the front lines and local and state levels. And each state is going to be addressing this unique this unique to their systems. Now, golly, that sounds almost like a, I don't know, like a, like a conservative viewpoint. But is it just, or is it just common sense? Is, is this something we've been saying about f- freaking everything, right? It's what we say about education, right? That there should be any federal mandates coming down and one person in charge of education from the federal level. Fugate continues. I've always believed the best way the federal government can support governors is to get out of their way, get them funding, use the CDC to give guidance. He continues. As we're running out, of, as we're running out of stuff, I'm asking why are we not looking at idle capabilities now and governors go contract for that. Why wait for the federal government? What? So, this former Obama FEMA head says this. The best thing we can do from the federal level is to get out of the governor's way. Let them do their thing. That's what they got elected for. They're not the conduit between the state and the federal government, they are not. They have been put in charge of protecting their state. We are going back to 10th amendment stuff, folks. We're freaking going back to 10th amendment stuff here. This is this is this is mind-blowing, isn't it? That this comes from a guy who who worked for the president, for President Obama for 8 years. This is actually Amazing, and if you're running out of stuff, the govern—it's—it's it's the governor's fault. The governors should be able to contract for whatever they need. It's their state. It's—it's it's, it's your deal. So, governors who are sitting, going, oh, we're, we're waiting for the feds to come in. Then, what the hell do we have you for if you can't get this state and this state legislature together and start doing for this state? What? Are, what, what? Why are you here? Hmm. Interesting, isn't it? Interesting. So, um, so he says, why wait for the federal government? Just do what you do. Do what you have to do. However, Andy Slavitt, former acting, acting, he wasn't even the real dude, right? Um, Center for medical, uh, for Medicare and Medicaid Services Administrator, Disagreed, saying states and the federal government would need more of a partnership. Well, that means that there should be more federal government. So he sort of belittles um, Fugate by saying, well, your other guess-, guess is suggesting here is not helpful. We need a great partnership between the federal and the state government. And that's when Fugate ripped his mic off and said, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to quote it. Please pardon me. I know this is not breakfast talk. Fugate says, I don't have time to listen to bullshit people. Hmm. Fugate takes his microphone off and says, I'm done. I'm done. That's it. Fugate tweets later. At this point, I'm not helping. Time to step back. Never was good at the talking head thing anyway. This is too critical of a time to let emotions get in the way. My apologies to you and your audience. He he apologized for... For saying I don't have time to listen to bullshit people. Um, there you go. So he apologize for you know for cursing on the air and, and splitting. But here's the deal though. What Fugate says is absolutely correct. So it is the thought of fightback media that if you are in a state that is looking for more federal intervention, then what you need to do is you need to look at your governor. You need to look at your, you need to look at your mayor. You need to look at um, some of the people who are close to you or closer to you than the federal government. Somebody that you could easily elect or not elect in the next cycle and ask them what they're doing. And when they point you to the federal government, you go, oh, no no, 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 that's not what I asked you. That's not, not that's not what we ask what are you doing if we're short on stuff why aren't you contracting for it why aren't you reaching out for these companies and corporations why are not you reaching out to these labs why aren't why are you waiting for the federal government if we have to wait till the federal we have to wait for the federal government then why do we have you then what are you doing it doesn't make any damn sense this is but this goes but all this folks goes back to how this country was set up to be in the first place. It's a republic. So a republic is a gathering of states, as we are calling them. Where the states are, the states are supreme. Not the federal government. The states are supreme. There's no top-down from the president to the dog catcher, it is the states that are supreme. It is the federal government that answers to the states, not the other way around. What? I know this is earth shattering. You can get some of this on PragerU if you if you want. I think Dennis ought to cut me a check um, today. That's for sure. But you understand? You understand what I'm saying? This is, folks. This is what we know. That other people don't know this is what we know. The other people don't know that this whole thing is turned upside down, which is why it doesn't work. This is not one of those waffle makers at the hotel that it doesn't matter which way it's which way it is, one way or the other way, it doesn't matter. No, 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 this is a republic. So, if as a republic, you have got the federal side on the top, the rest of it won't work. If you wonder why if you wonder why things don't work, that's why it doesn't work. It's very simple. It is not the states that need to answer to the federal government. It's the federal government that needs to answer to the states. Make sense? To you, of course it does. All right, we'll take a little break. We'll be back with more of the Morning Report right after these messages. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. Are you someone who wants to give more? Are you someone who wants to donate more to your favorite charity or even your favorite podcast and you just don't have the money because you got too much credit card debt already. Well, I've got something for both of us. Debt.com. Debt.com is ready to put you into a debt consolidation program that will save you money, save your credit rating, and allow you to live your dreams in the way that you would like to live them. That's Debt.com. Give them a call at 877-764-764. 2393. That's 877-764-2393. Get out of debt today. This is Willie Lawson for the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. You can have access to a growing nationwide network of attorneys and legal experts. You can get bail assistance Um, The network provides up to $25,000 to post bail on behalf of a member who has used force in self-defense. The fee deposit to your attorney immediately after a self-defense for representation during questioning and other vital defense services. You can reach us at ARM, Citizens Legal Defense Network, Our number is 360-978-5200. That's 360-978-5200. Or go to www.armedcitizensnetwork.org. uh we're hearing um some inf- interesting information come out of china uh part of the information is that china is on the down slope of all of this um kung flu stuff did i say kung flu i did uh is that racist? yeah whatever maybe <laughs> a, little, a little bit a little bit racist but a lot more funny than racist um Anyway, so, and, you know, and if it's if it's funny, if it's a little bit more funny than it is racist, then it ain't racist. However, um, we are wondering if that's really true. Because he, here's the deal. You can't trust, we can't trust China. You can't trust China. What? Okay. Y'all remember dogs. This is, golly, what, what? Ten years ago, eight, nine years ago, um, there was dog food that was tainted, uh, and we found out that it was made, in, a lot of it was, was being manufactured in China, and, and a lot of y'all dogs were getting sick, because y'all cared about that stuff, well, y'all, pff, y'all were all over China about that stuff. China was bad, 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 because it was killing, I mean, it was killing. I mean, they were killing puppers, they were killing your dogs, Right? You were killing your dogs. So China was bad. Now China not bad. It's killing, it, it, I mean, China is literally killing your grandmas and grandpas and your sick relatives. And you're like, oh, don't call it the Chinese flu. China's not bad. What the hell is wrong with y'all? I mean, just what the hell is wrong with y'all? Seriously? Seriously? So you can't trust China. So, of course, the rest of the world is in the, the grips of the Wuhan uh, coronavirus. China appears to be on the road to recovery. They probably have been dealing with this for a year, and they ain't telling about it because that's what they do. At least according to news reports. All week long, we've been hearing about no new cases of the uh, of Kung Flu, and, um, how, and how life, despite the continued lockdowns, appears to be getting back to normal. But according to some whistleblowers and some residents, that may not be the case. Beijing has spent much of its time of the outbreak pushing districts to carry on business as usual. While we're doing exactly the opposite... With some local governments subsidizing electricity costs and even installing mandatory productivity co- um, quotas, there is a province that's east of the epicenter uh, of the city of Wuhan that claimed, as of Friday, excuse me, of February twenty-fourth, it had restored ninety-eight point six percent of its pre-Coronavirus work capacity. But civil servants um, tell that businesses are just lying; they're faking these numbers. Beijing has started checking some of these businesses electricity consumption level, so they started to say, well let's check the how much electricity they're using So a lot of the district officials who want to make sure they get the they don't get crapped on by the by the party people just started mean the Communist Party folks just started leaving lights and machines on to empty factories and empty offices to fake the numbers. Business that reportedly falsified staff attendance logs. Yeah, everybody was here today. We had full attendance today. They would rather waste a small amount of money on power than irritate local officials. Everybody, see this, just, just what I was ranting about a minute ago. This is a top-down thing where everybody underneath has the answer to the people at the top of the food chain. We are not China. It's the opposite here. Some local officials make special efforts to give quote central leaders the impression that the recovery efforts are going well, and those tasked with taking care of quarantine residents quarantining residents are doing their jobs. Everything's fine because you've been tasked if, if you've been tasked by the central leaders with a task. You better damn well be showing improvement. This is like Evelina. Y'all remember Evelina from The Wiz? Don't nobody bring me no bad news? You don't bring them bad news. You don't tell them it's not working. You don't tell them that it's not working because what's going to happen to you? So when... um, The vice premier, Chunlan, and her entourage toured uh, Wuhan earlier this month. The residents of, of some of these housing places complained that the community property management was pretending to ask volunteers to deliver vegetables and meat to the residents, but were actually not, according to media reports. So the people who were in charge of the housing developments, of the community developments, again, one more level down the bureaucracy, was they were telling... Their superiors, the people they answer to, oh yeah, yeah, we, we we're giving out meat and vegetables, we're giving out food to people. Uh Yes, yeah, everything's going swimmingly because of the great leader. Blah blah blah. You know, and and none of this was happening. The central government guide group then ordered local governments to investigate and solve the problem immediately. It also called them a, a meeting soon, and the incident. To urge local governments to ensure material supply for residents during coronavirus outbreak. Right. So even the People's Daily reported the encounter, until of course they had to delete it. Now the now the People's the People's Daily is the communist newspaper. Folks, we cannot trust China as far as we can throw them. I mentioned on Fiveback 2020, one of the lessons that we've learned here is that or well, we should have learned through all this, that we should be learning through all this, is that we here in the United States, and I'm only talking the United States, I mentioned this actually last night on, I did a live on the Fiveback Media Network show, uh, on, network, and I said, well, we have to do in the United States, we have to, we have to learn the lesson. We have to become self-sufficient in as many things as we can. We've learned that from inter- from not being um, self-sufficient in energy, being dependent on basically people who do not have the the best interests of the United States um, at heart. We don't. So what we have, what we need to do is make sure that we are. Um that, that we have that we are in our, our that we are acting in our own best interest all the time. Part of that is making sure that we have all the things that we need as much as we can. That we are manufacturing our medicine. Now the story is that a lot all all our antivirals and all on all antibiotics are made in China, and that's not exactly true. Um, but enough, enough that some of our manufacturing of our parts for I don't know freaking everything I'm looking at here. Um, 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 on my table, lights, music stands, or microphone stands, microphones, computers, my cell phone, hell, my Microsoft mouse. Yeah, Microsoft, bought from an American company. Microsoft. Mouse is made in freaking China, right? Sure, put it together in China. Every bit of it. I'm going to look at this cup. Doesn't say where it was, where it was made. Doesn't say where it was from. It's a Dunkin' Donuts um, paper cup. I pray it was made in, in, in the United States, hopefully. But you know what it was made. You know what is made in, in 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 the United States. You know what is made in the United States. Let me tell you. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. We're not running out of freaking toilet paper. There's plenty of toilet paper. We can make as much freaking toilet paper as we need for freaking ever. Stop hoarding toilet paper. Just almost cussed. Just stop doing it. It's annoying. Anyway, um, we need to start manufacturing our own stuff because we can't trust. We cannot trust China. They have not proven themselves trustworthy. So whenever whenever the People's Daily in China, the communist news, the state-run news, says, uh, they tweeted, um, hashtag Wuhan, uh, resident yelled, it's all fake, when uh, Vice Premier was inspecting a residential complex on lockdown, calling out the hoax that the community put together to cope with the inspection as they have failed to deliver daily necessities that were supposed to be. And there's a video that, and, and we know, you, you, you can take it down, but if someone sees it before you take it down, then it, it's, it's, it's never taken down, right? Um, now, isn't it interesting? These reports come as China kicked out U.S. journalists. This is something that U.S. journalists haven't told you. And their love affair with China. And their love affair with communism. And their love affair with authoritarian states. The Chinese kicked out the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post. Leading one to wonder, how much are they hiding? Okay, we're going to um, give you some Corona numbers. Um, let me let me refresh that. That way, I can give you the the latest numbers that I have access to. That I've chosen that access to. You may have access. You may have access to numbers. But what I'm pretty sure is that our numbers are going to be, if they don't line up exactly, and I don't expect them to, they should be close. In the world right now, let's go. Let's go to the world numbers first. In the world right now, there are, I mean, oops. My my Chinese mouth isn't working very well. Uh, it's just, is that okay? Is that a Chinese mouse? Um, It's about time to get another Chinese mouse. Because I can't find one made in the USA. I need a mouse. I can't, I'd I, I buy one. I'd pay an extra 10 bucks for one made in America. I would. I'd spend an extra 10 bucks for it. Except I can't find one. Maybe that should change. Maybe that should change. The number of coronavirus cases in the world right now is 255,201. Unfortunately, there have been 10,456 coronavirus-related deaths. So let's look. At these numbers, and this is staying pretty steady. If you've been listening to the past couple of days, the the death rate for the coronavirus worldwide is about four percent. That's staying pretty steady. That's huge. So this so this is, if you're looking at this number worldwide, this is huge. The regular flu only kills like 07 percent of people. It's huge worldwide. Now, the recovery, the the people who are recovered of the 255, uh, 201 cases have been 89,000. People are recovering. 90, even with these cases of active cases right now, active cases 154,827 95% 95% of people worldwide have recovered 95% this is worldwide of the people have recovered let's look inside our own borders shall we let's go to let's go back to the US back to the U.S.A. you don't know how lucky you UA here in the US here in the USAA all right <laughs> here here in America uh, we have uh, unfortunately have fourteen thousand three hundred seventy three cases that we know about and sadly two eighteen people have succumbed to this hell spawn virus and that and and I'm gonna tell you and I, I'm, I'm I'm always honest with you It's ticked up a little bit since yesterday. We were at 1.4% death rate yesterday. We're more like at 1.5, just 1.51% death rate rate today. Let's look at some other numbers real quick before we go. Of the 14,030 active cases, right now, 13,966 have some mild condition. Only sixty-four people, or serious, or critical. So technically, mathematically, everybody who has it has some mild, mild case of it. Almost nobody is serious or critical. Let's. Well, I. You know, I'm. I'm kind of. I. I like these. You know, to dig into the numbers behind the decimal point it's just something that I, I do I don't know I, I don't know why why I like it but I just do I like the way the numbers work that way now why they say uh, of the thirteen thousand nine hundred sixty six cases um, that are mild of the active cases that's ninety nine point five four percent of people. Who have the virus have some mild form of it. Point five percent. Point five percent. Point five percent. One half of one percent are serious or critical. what i'm not saying is cuz i don't want you to go out there and start saying i didn't say what i'm not saying is do whatever the hell you want party get a group of 1000 people together and just everybody kiss i'm not saying that not at all be smart i told you guys a, a number of times i am um, uh, i'm somebody if you know me and if you followed my career here on the internet uh, uh, about six six years ago I had a um, this time of year I was just getting back to work because I had uh, had triple bypass surgery I had a lung infection that led to um, triple bypass surgery so I am and I am 59 years old so I am in that group of people who have to be super careful the fact of the matter is, and I keep telling myself all the time, and through all of this, I need to be super careful all the time. That used, that needs used to be how I live my life, right? I, that's how I need to live my life. I need to be super careful all the time. I need to be super careful about people who have a flu. I need to be super careful about all that stuff because I have been susceptible to Lung infections and the like. I've had pneumonia pneumonia twice in the past 10, 10, 10 12 years. Pneumonia, go to the hospital, you're going to die kind of pneumonia. Twice in the past 10 or 12 years. So, but I'm not panicked because I can look at these numbers and go, hmm. 95.5% of the people who are who right now who have active cases of The coronavirus, the Wuhan, the Wuhan virus, kung flu, in the United States of America, where I live, have a mild condition. Now, what does that make me do? If I can stay away from people who have it, who are contagious, I'm good. If I can stay away from people who have it and who are contagious. That I'm solid, right? So that's probably what I should do: not panic, not freak out, not be nervous. I talked to people yesterday who are who are nervous. Don't be nervous. I have, and I have a working immune system. I do. And you know how how I know? I haven't had a cold. Now I'm going to cough because I was inhaling and got a piece of dry air in my throat. Um, no, I got some water and now I'm going to cough because I don't want to freak you, freak you guys out. But um, I talked to some people yesterday and some of them said they were nervous. They have, they have parents who are in their 80s. But if they can just keep them away from people who may be who may have a virus, that'll be good. So how many active cases compared to the number of cases that are closed? Now, now some of the cases that are closed that we found out about, 64% of the people who had active cases are, are dead. Older folks, and, we'll, and, and this, is how we, this is how we know these numbers. Older people and people who had underlying health conditions. Now, there's a story out there now. There's a 34-year-old who went to um, from California that was at, at um, Universal Studios and uh, Dis- at Disney World in, in Orlando who just passed away last night, I think. And our condolences from the Fightback Media family to that family. Uh, but this person had been suffering for with underlying conditions for a long time. Who had asthma, uh, again, more lung infection sort of stuff for a long, long time, and was apparently healthy, but susceptible, right? The news media is now. I mean, the story. The story is that everybody's everybody's at risk. everybody's not at risk. We we will not be able to get a handle on this until we are able to stop super sensationalizing it and simply tell the truth and give people information that they can use. And that's what I hope to do here. Uh, Give people information that they can use. Now, in Florida, where I live, Let's look at the death rate in Florida, because that that's information that I need, right? Let's look at let's look at the virulency of this hell spawn thing here in Florida. Total cases in the state of Florida right now is four hundred and thirty-two. Because we can't keep you all from coming here, um, and we have unfortunately had nine deaths. And I won't say that upside down. And that would have been more people who died than had the virus. Uh, Out of 432. Here, it's 1 in 48. 2%. Almost 2.1%. Something. So yes, I have to be somewhat concerned. But I can't freak out, right? I just can't be. Because if I am, how am... And overnight, we haven't had any... And overnight, we haven't had any any, any, any new deaths. We are getting a handle. We are getting a handle. Um, in states that had a lot of cases, like Washington, 1,377 cases, they had 74 deaths... We're talking about. uh, They only have twelve hundred one active cases now, so it's down from the total cases. Obviously, one hundred and two people recovered. Unfortunately, have seventy four people succumbed. New York, five thousand cases, And and as as testing, and again as testing, continues, these numbers are going to continue to rise. West Virginia. Five cases total. So maybe we should move to West Virginia. Mountain mama. Take me home. No corona here. And no deaths. All right. There you go. Now you have the information. Now it's up to you. What are you going to do with it? It's up to you. All right. We got to get out of here and make room for somebody else. So do we see you again? Go out there and learn something. Love somebody. And for goodness sakes, take care of yourself and each other. We will see you soon.
0: After my heart attack, cash from active care meant I had choices. When I had cancer.